Hello everyone, this is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we will be kicking off our Disney Artist Spotlight series. I'm thrilled about this. We had a painstaking process of, of, of nailing down dates and getting artists, but I, I am so, so excited about everyone that we have um, who's going to be appearing in this series. And um, our first guest is just, I mean, I couldn't be happier with who we have as our first guest. So, I know. I'm so um, excited. Before we get into that and make that introduction, um, what are you excited about this week? I, what am I excited about this week? I don't have like anything in particular that sticks out. Um, uh, I guess like a piece of Disney news that I'm excited about is the new Tron locker system that we got a look at. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, that's really cool. It is so cool. You use your magic bands. It kind of reminds me of like Hershey Park getting yeah, little, little lockers yeah. with the bracelets and mm -hmm. stuff. Most Disney rides don't have lockers. I know. So I thought this was That's really cool. Doesn't um, Universal have this system? To like be when honest we went with on you, Harry Potter, I think there was something like that. Oh yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I we think were in that's Hollywood, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really so I cool. think that's awesome. I think that's exciting, positive change for Disney to be able to use that because I know sometimes I don't want to leave my stuff sitting or like put it in my stroller and just wonder if it's going to be there when I get back. Right. So. I think I think it primarily has to do with like the ride mechanism where you're on like a motorcycle and leaned forward. Right. You have nowhere to put your bag. <laughs> the other roller coasters in Disney like how, like uh, Incredicoaster and stuff you um, you're sitting back as like a traditional coaster so you can put it in front of you. Right. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I think that's great. And other like Disney stuff I'm, I'm excited about the fact that the Disney 100 is finally here. Yay. People have been posting about it like crazy online and um i am just like green with envy of how much how great it looks and how many people are there and stuff but the 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 the, the marquee thing for me is mickey and minnie's uh, runaway railway in, yes in toontown um what i like about it so much is that they it's like its own thing they they they, they built it up from scratch unlike with um and hollywood studios how it kind of is it took over great movie ride and um, it's really nice in there. It's really fun, the posters and stuff. But this one is like a, it's like an homage to Mickey Mouse. And it shows a lot of like the things that he's done in the past. And um, the popcorn stand for like concessions has like Minnie Mouse shaped popcorn and stuff. Um, it's just so well done. It's a lot of fun. And um, they call it like the, um, the El Capitan Theater. I set up like the El Capitan Theater. It's, it's in so Hollywood cute. right across the way from um grommens and uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun and then the other thing too sort of in in conjunction with that is the new disney eras collection that's on shop disney um it's uh it's basically like a travel tra it's like a it's like a it's almost like a nostalgic kind of collection that has a lot of old school um early you know 20s hollywood style stuff so they have like really cool hoodies um they have these amazing little bookends that are mickey's boots that look bronzed um I, I'm definitely going to end up buying one or two things from there before before it's all said and done. I so. know. The stuff is so nice. Uh -huh. um, and then, like I said, with 100, I'm, I'm just hoping that it lasts for a while so we can actually go. Because I don't think we're going to make it out this year for it. So hopefully next year um, it'll go on until like mid-2024. If they get extended like they did with the Walt Disney World 50th, that would be awesome. Because I think more people would get a chance to go and see it. And it would spread the crowds out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Which is always right. nice. So hopefully they do that. Okay, well, we are welcoming Dom Corona to the show. He is a Disney artist who has been featured in Forbes magazine, Disney Parks blog, and is currently at the Festival of the Arts. 
He first learned to draw Donald Duck in 2008, which propelled him into a life as a Disney artist. He attended the Disney College program and continues to create with Mickey Mouse as his main source of inspiration. Dom, welcome to the Parks Academy. We're so happy you're here. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. As I mean, I, I, I saw on your website that, you know, the, the Donald Duck thing was awesome. I loved that. Um, but tell us a little bit about like how you got into Disney art in the first place and, and like what, you know, what, what got you into that? So I think it was probably one of those how to draw the characters books um, that they sell. And I always loved drawing them. And then I took art in school just as like, you know, in elementary school, I had art and then in middle school took art and continued in high school. And, I, you know, we had a whole bunch of projects that we had to do and I would always pick Disney characters. Um, I think that I sort of just became obsessed after my parents took me for the first time and it never stopped and just kept growing and growing. So I've always wanted to be an artist. I mean, that's been like my passion my entire life. And then my love of Disney sort of wrapped into that. And it just seemed like the perfect goal to have. That's amazing. I love that. That is awesome. I had one question for you too, Dom, relating to yeah. that. Is painting your only medium that you do or did you did it start with drawing? Where did that really start? So it definitely started with drawing and I was always sort of, I'm always like 200% into something like, and then I, I think I can't do anything else. I just mm -hmm. have like a fixation. So I was always obsessed with drawing. And then I was like, no, I, I don't like painting. I can't get as detailed because when I was drawing, I would have my face like maybe an inch from the paper and just spend so much time on things. And I have this colored pencil drawing um, that I did of Stitch and I in high school. And it's like really realistic and it's great, but it took me so long. And the paper size is like way smaller than any painting I've ever made. So in high school, I started painting more. And then my high school art teacher really didn't um, make me want to paint after that. But then once I picked it back up again, it was just painting because I think the bigger you can create something, the more of an impact that it has. And paint is just a, a more fun medium for me because I, I'm, it's not so defined and it's not so, um, I mean, it can be defined, but it's not so like stressful for me to, to do it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, Brush strokes are fun and you can just have a blast with it. So yeah, as of right now, long, long answer, but painting is definitely my, my only medium. No, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's great. We were, um, while we were waiting for you on the call and doing some audio tests, we were, we were on your YouTube channel, um, watching your Minnie Mouse painting video. That was incredible. I mean, it was super it was incredible. Amazing. It was impressive. Thank and you. I mean, we were watching it and I'm like, I could kind of watch these forever because they were, they were <laughs> relaxing and it, the music was good. So. We'll, we'll definitely link to all your stuff, but um, that was great. So right now you're at the Festival of the Arts. We've seen on Instagram that you are at Epcot. You're at the Boardwalk. Um, is this, how long have you been attending Festival of the Arts? Um, is this, I mean, how many, is this your first time? How many times have you been doing it? And uh, what, what's that like? Yeah, so this is my first time. I was there with the Promenade Fine Art Gallery, which is, it used to be Wyland Gallery. So a lot of people know it as that from the boardwalk, but it's just that gallery as soon as you go in the boardwalk to the left. And I was there from January 13th through 18th. And then they, they cycle through the artists there because they want to feature as many artists as they can. So I was there for a week. And because there's so many people that 
come down for the Festival of the Arts and, you know, Epcot is pretty much attached to the boardwalk, they moved me to the boardwalk. So I've been there from um, the 19th and I'll be there until, um, I was supposed to be there until February 1st and I found out that I'm staying another week now. So I'm there every night painting um, from six to 10 and it's it's a really nice, wow. uh, and yeah, it's my first time at Festival of the Arts, first time doing anything like this. And everybody asked me if it's stressful painting in front of people. And I think it's, I kind of tune the, I guess, I don't know what I'm trying to say. The, whatever I would feel about it that, you know, knocks me off my game, mm -hmm. I use it as like motivation and it's inspiring to hear that, you know, people around me asking me questions as I paint, yeah. you know, it's just pretty cool. That's yeah, awesome. That's cool. There's almost like an adrenaline being a performer um, yeah. and doing it in front of people. Cause like art is its own performance. And when you're doing that in front of other people, it's almost like a rush and it's, that's, that's really cool. Um, are you, are you, do you have people like specifically asking you for commissioned stuff or trying to get information out of you from, you know, buying your, your products and stuff like that? Cause I see that you have a lot of gorgeous paintings online and there, it all looks like it's inquiry based. So has that been something that you've been able to, to experience as well? Yeah. So I've done a few commissions. Um, and it, it's nice because the commissions that I've done are pretty consistent with my art. And that's something that I always want to retain is who I am as an artist and I don't want to stray too far from that. Right. And, um, you know, because I really love that people want to see, you know, maybe a princess in my style or something else in my style. And it's sort of like a game where you play, okay, do I want to paint this? Because I'm always really big on, I paint what I want to paint. And if right. my heart mm -hmm. isn't, I won't do it. Like I don't paint when I'm stressed. I don't paint any other time where like I'm not focused. I just only, only paint when I want to paint and what I want to paint. So the commissions, yeah, people definitely ask for commissions and um, those have been wonderful. But a lot of what I've done that you see on my website per se is all me. Those are pieces that I've made up yeah. and created and basically submit. I sketch them, submit them to Disney, and then I can create them. Oh, so you have to have like permission to sell them and stuff online? Because well, they, sense, right? or... they're not sold online. I, the only thing my website is really uh, useful for, I guess, is to see my pieces and see what's there, okay. see what's still available. And what happens is because they're not sold online, the inquiries go to me and then I just get everyone to the right place rather than having it, you know, go here, go here, call this person, email that person. Yeah, that makes total sense. sense. Yeah. Um, and then I sort of, you know, I just go out from there. That's really cool. One of the themes that I've seen on your website is a lot of like dollar bills and it makes sense with Scrooge McDuck, which is fun, but I've noticed like there's some with like Donald and, and dollar signs around. I'm counting money, mini, uh, or Daisy duck, stuff like that. What, what, is that like a, a, a theme or, or something or what's the, what's the inspiration behind all that? So I think that I've always wanted to do something different and I haven't seen this type of art done in the licensed Disney art world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the integrity of the characters is super important to Disney and it's something that I would never want to even think of messing with. So it's sort of like you have to keep it fun and playful because they also, these dollar bills and things that you see have to stay true to what the character is doing. So it's really fun to create a story with it. And right. I think that um, 
you know, it's fun to see characters doing things like shopping. Like I love shopping. Mm -hmm. You have to think that Donald loves spending money and Daisy loves buying shoes and spending money. Right, right. You know, so it's that kind of stuff. So, and awesome. it, it's inspired by street art and people like Alec Monopoly, who I've looked up to for years. And, you know, he does a lot of fun stuff with uh, Monopoly Man and money. And, you know, it's just, I guess that really, it's become a fun type of art. And that's, I think, why people love Scrooge so much is because he's just money related. So it's <laughs> nice to see people that are big Scrooge fans um, kind of attracted to my other pieces that include that kind of vibe. That's amazing. We just got done with the holiday season watching um, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol with our daughter. And it's oh, so yeah. funny to like see, you know, just how stingy he is and stuff. Um, all right, the, the big question that I wanted to talk to, talk to you about is um, this proud original piece that you have. So for people who, who aren't sure what it is or can't visualize it, when you pull up on a bus in Disney, Disney Springs or are leaving Disney Springs, getting onto the buses, it's like one of the first things that you see. It's this just gigantic sorcerer Mickey throwing up peace signs. And I mean, it is a gorgeous piece. Like I have, I, I think I, I sent them to you actually when, yeah. we, when we first started talking, but I have a picture of our 10 month old daughter at the time of my wife, um, Paige, uh, posing in front of it. I'm sure it's such an Instagrammable spot for people. I mean, first of all, congratulations. That's such a Thank huge you. thing. And I just wanted to kind of know, like, how, how did you, how did that happen? And you know, how, how did it, how did that all come about to where, you got such a prominent place in, um, in Disney Springs. Well, I got invited to do the Disney Creator Lab back in 2021. And so that was a series of a whole bunch of sessions where Disney kind of took you through uh, different areas of, of business and, and being able to monetize social media and that kind of thing. So that grew from there um, and I became close with that team and they've helped me so much just in terms of certain opportunities that have come up. So I got recommended by them to, to the Disney Springs Imagineering team and that's sort of how this all came about. That's incredible. Um, what, was the, what was the inspiration for it? Did you have parameters or did they like, or did, were they just like do whatever you want? Well, it was sort of like they came to me and said they wanted something pride related. They wanted me to represent pride because it's all about uh, inclusion and diversity, which is such a incredible, you know, way to do this on massive, massive, massive walls. Absolutely. So, so they wanted me to represent pride and they told me it could be Disney, but it didn't have to be Disney. And I think... Disney is just who I am as an artist, uh, definitely a big part of it. So I wanted to do something that was Disney, uh, make it fun, sort of have, you know, my, the things that I love in it. Like I, I'm a big fan of Sorcerer Mickey. And, you know, I think that the rainbow color scheme definitely ties in pride and, and the peace sign. So that's sort of how it all came together. Yeah, it's it really like truly is incredible. And I love how even... You know, it's it's almost like tie dye in his in his hat and stuff. Like it, yeah. it, to me, it couldn't be more perfect for what you see when you, you know. I mean, there's there's millions of people <laughs> and have probably seen it, which has to be really um, daunting and humbly humbling uh, and and incredible at the same time. So seriously, really, congratulations on that. It's, Thank it's you. Such a great, beautiful piece. It is beautiful. One as soon as we got off the bus, I was like, Stephen, I want my picture in front of that. It's so pretty. It's just. Is beautiful, and I think the messaging and the heart for why you did it, I think, just adds to the beauty of it. So, it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
we may have just talked about this, but I'm going to ask the next question anyway. What would you say do you think is your greatest accomplishment as a um, as a Disney artist? Ooh, uh, let me think about this. Probably that Disney Springs wall. I mean, that is like the first time I saw that, the feeling of seeing it in, up there on Disney property. You know, that was my first ever piece of art that I saw on Disney ground. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was like, and that came before my Disney fine art journey. So that was really definitely my, I would consider my biggest Disney accomplishment. That's amazing. Very cool. Um, so obviously, you know, art being so personal and, you know, sometimes your biggest, most recognized pieces aren't your favorites. What would you say is, you know, your favorite piece that you've, you've ever done? I think that I sort of have a couple of them. It's really hard to choose. I mean, there's so many different uh, phases that I go through where I'm like, oh, I really love this piece. I really love that piece. But I think Steamboat Willie, the first large scale Disney piece that I have ever done is means the most to me because it's the first piece I did. And right now, my favorite piece is called Pluto's Pup Cup, which is a piece of Pluto with his like tongue out and Mickey yeah. holding a cream cone. And I just love the way that piece came together with the color and the brush strokes and the texture. And yeah, I just love that piece so much. Yeah, that one's right on on the very front of your your website, and it's um it's it is it's really fun. I love the kind of pastel colors and and everything. It really shines, and like you said, it does tell a story, which I think is is um really important with with art so um that's great is there is there anything like currently that you're working on right now that that you know i mean if you can't say that's fine but anything right now that you're working on that you're excited about or or that kind of is is in the works yeah so i'm working on a piece right now at the boardwalk that i hopefully will be done with tonight it's just um i really love the way it's coming along and um it's called quactose intolerant and it's donald duck with ice cream oh that's adorable thank you (laughs) and i want to continue to do ice cream pieces and i haven't had a lot of time to create concepts and submit them and you know work on that so i sort of am in the midst of refueling and trying to see what i can come up with that i really want to you know do next and i have a few pieces that i have already been approved by disney to paint so those are you know there's another scrooge piece there is another Minnie mouse piece so it's a lot of the the characters that you already see but just mm-hmm. i guess doing different things so oh there's also a dopey piece that i nice. that I, um oh, cool. sketched out so i might start that one soon too that's really really cool i noticed on your website too that you it primarily sticks to like you know the main like the original characters um with the exception of like some maleficent you got a little stitch in there and stuff do you do you do a lot of branching out into other characters? I know you said like Dopey, but or do you mainly try to stick to like you know the Mickey and Friends? Yeah, Mickey and Pals. Um, I just love Mickey and Friends. I don't know; it, they just make me smile. I I sort of every time I go to try a different character, I'm like, oh, but this would be so much cuter if it were Mickey. And <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's just force of habit. But I definitely I plan on branching out a bit and just you know, seeing who, because they're, they're all fun. So I want to see who I, you know, is the next character that I love to paint that I haven't painted yet because I, I don't know because I haven't 
really done anything besides my favorites. That, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay, uh, I didn't send you these questions ahead of time um, because I wanted to catch you sort of off guard. Yes. <laughs> um, we're going to ask you just a couple of like, what are your favorites? Okay. And the first thing is, what is your favorite Disney ride? Doesn't matter which park it's in, doesn't matter which coast it's on. What's your favorite? Uh, I want to say... Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is a hard one now. <laughs> it's hard no, to pick just sorry. one, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying to go through all the rides now in my head. Uh, I would say, I don't know, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is pretty insane as a ride and i really just enjoy that one now so mm-hmm. that's my Good choice probably my favorite now we rode that for the first time in october and it like blew our minds it was it's yeah. crazy yeah it, it was, was amazing it was intense we like we so we had our, our daughter with our daughter with us who who is unable to go on a lot of rides because she's she's a little one um but i went on it first and then i got off and i went over to Paige. i'm like it was like a mixture between space mountain and rock and roller coaster and like this ride laugh track in hershey park and we're just like i, I don't even know it was insane but yeah it was super unexpected and, and a whole lot of fun yes for sure awesome. um, yeah i just that it you know it's it's sort of there's twists and turns in it that are unexpected and it's just it keeps you surprised and it's it's a bunch of fun going on with someone who hasn't been on it before mm-hmm. and you know seeing their face when they get off is like they either look really great and really happy or really sick and really sad. So there's no, there's no, right. You either have motion sickness and that ride gets you, or you had the best time of your life. I didn't get any motion sickness on it. So I felt like I got off kind of, kind of lucky. Yeah, me too. Did you, have have you been on um, mission breakout in DCA, the, um, the converted Hollywood um, tower hotel? Yeah. I don't know. I really that might be a controversial opinion. I really don't love it. I don't love that mm-hmm. it's rethemed. I love the Tower of Terror theming. Right. And, right. you know, I would have loved probably to just, I don't know, make something new. It just, I can't ever it feel like it's a new ride when it's shaped like Tower of Terror. Yeah, it was weird. Like Tower of Terror. And it's like, it's still, yeah, I just, I don't know. Well, I don't we're. Know. We're all for controversial opinions on here. We don't like one of our marquee, um, marquee tent poles, if you will, of our show is that we don't criticize Disney because there's too many podcasts and things that are so critical of everything. But you know, we, we want to at least be honest and not like <laughs> say everything's the oh, best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the retheming rides is weird. In fact, right in our intro, we were talking about how, um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway just opened up in Toontown in Disneyland and how cool it is that it's like this brand new thing and it's it, it feels like it's very own attraction as opposed to like an overlay of the great movie ride that's pretty much the exact same queue up until you walk through the doors and then the the, the short starts. Um, so I'm always up for like totally read on attractions. It's just since you said Guardians, I thought I thought I'd ask um, if you'd been on yeah. it or not. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway here in Florida it just, I love that the great movie ride was so long and it was just a nice little break from the park. And, you, you know, besides the ride being so interesting and fun, and I just like that it was a long ride. And I think that once it, you know, changed, it just became so short. And it's like, all right, well, now what do I do? Right, right, right. Um, 
it's crazy too that that that's like the first true disney ride that has that's like with mickey and minnie and and the and the characters in it i mean there's been other things like phil her magic and stuff but this is like the first ride that actually promoted them like that so that's that's crazy to me that that was it took that long wow yeah um all right so speaking of parks what is your favorite park out of um that's easy magic kingdom magic kingdom Okay. okay cool um is there any particular reason why you like it so much or why it why it speaks to you so much yeah i think the castle it's just you can't beat the castle i mean you just can't you got a golf ball you have no real landmark in hollywood studios and you have a tree so in animal kingdom so i think that the castle is just my unanimous uh, you know i Mm -hmm. i just love it there you go was walt disney world the first disney property you ever went to yes yeah my first trip was in 2003 cool um we we joke about this sometimes on our show but the first time so I'm from I'm from California. Paige is from the East Coast, and so we both had different home parks growing up. <laughs> and the first time she went to Disneyland with me, right after we got married, um, we we rounded the corner. I was so excited, and she saw um, Sleeping Beauty's castle and was like, "Is that is that all? Like, is that really it?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, it's amazing. You know, it's the first castle. Look at it." And she's like, "It's really small and unimpressive." <laughs> yeah, it really it's sort of shocking sometimes if you're if you're not prepared for it, like. You know, if I go there and I'm not thinking about it and I'm walking down Main Street, I'm like, am I on the right? Am I going the right direction? Is it <laughs> for that entrance or it was I know. Uh, like, I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, that's I a know, real that's thing. That's how I felt. The first time I went, I was like, is that just the end of Main Street? Where is the <laughs> castle? <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. Cinderella's castle is so magnificent that it just made Sleeping Beauty Castle feel very underwhelming. Going back to Disneyland now, I kind of feel that a little bit. I still think it's a great castle, but it's it is yeah pretty small it's comparatively. Pretty, it's just, yeah, it's pretty just pretty small. Yeah, they should have it on like a platform or something. Um, okay, final question. That's like a you know about favorites. Do you have a favorite uh, Disney film? Yes, Ratatouille is number one and number one and a half is princess and the frog okay well we we like you even more now ratatouille is <laughs> is i think ratatouille might be my favorite disney movie too i mean it's definitely my favorite pixar movie it's it's just so incredible but um yeah man what a movie i mean gosh the the food the the art the story i i yeah i could go on and on and on about that film i love it so much it's just magical it's 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 totally just, I don't know, puts you in a, it's like Emily in Paris in a cartoon. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I definitely, I mean, it came first, you know, of course, sure. but it's just, it's that charm that, that, you know, of France. And it's just, it's just, it takes you there. You know what I mean? It's like a real place and it's not like a made up land. And right. really the animation is so incredible that you feel like you're there and it's the food and the music. Yeah. I just, oh, I love it. <laughs> the crazy thing about that film too is it was the first of three films, including Wally and Up, that that Pixar did independent of Disney. So it was like after their you know five film contract or whatever ended with Disney, and they just basically got to throw everything to the wall and just you know go crazy. And so the fact huh. that their first film was about the first film that was independent of Disney was about a rat who cooked um, is 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 just absolutely insane and and so much fun. 
Um, so that's yeah, good answer. And Princess and the Frog is I oh my gosh, love we Princess love that one. Our daughter loves that movie. She watches it all the time. Um, are you excited about the the retheming of? I know we talked about like retheming and kind of you know masking over old rides, but are you excited about the new um, Tiana's Bayou Adventure ride? Yes, I am. I'm really excited about that, and I think that in that realm, it's okay. Just as I think that Maelstrom got you know how it got overlaid with Frozen, sort of mm-hmm. it it mm-hmm. works for me. I yeah. think maybe as I don't love the whole retheming thing, I think that if it still fits, it's okay. You know, yeah. I think, whereas, you know, Guardians, it's like, okay, this is a whole different, whole different thing going on, trying to come into, you know, a, a story that is so far from what it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think this works and I'm really excited to see, because I love that ride. I love the drop. I love I love everything about it. So I think that to see it updated and have all new technology in it and be about a story that I really love is really exciting. That's awesome. I know I love the music in that movie, so I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, I wish it was, what, what's it, when is it coming out? 2024? 2024, yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be later than that, but that's just my, my, my dim optimism about <laughs> Disney doing things on a, yeah. on a timely, timely manner. I know. Um, well, listen, we thank you so much for, for coming on our show and, and being part of this. And um, of before we wrap anything up, I just wanted to ask if there's anything that you wanted to promote, um, you know, where, where people can find you, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I mentioned it earlier. I'm going to be at the Promenade Fine Art Gallery on the boardwalk from, well, tonight uh, and the next night and the next night and the next night. But my final night will probably be, I think, February eighth seventh or eighth i'm not sure which one yet but i will definitely keep everyone updated on my instagram and i'm there from six to ten every night just painting so i you know if you live locally in orlando and you want to just come say hi that's sort of where i'm where i'm at mentally right now i'm just sort of enjoying my time there and really uh, it's it's incredible to meet so many people and have them watch me paint and ask me questions and you know I don't know. Love it. I just love it. Awesome. And where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, at Dom Corona. So D O M C O R O N A. Okay, cool. And we will, uh, we'll take all your links and put them in show notes for sure. So people can find you. Um, well, listen, thank you again so much for, for being on our program. Um, it's been a real honor having you. And, uh, again, we, we love your art and, um, I'm probably going to be sending in an inquiry or two, um, and, and some period of time, just cause I, I keep looking through your stuff. I'm like, oh man, that would look good in our basement or that would look good in our recording area. Um, so yeah, thanks again so much. Um, of course, my pleasure. Thank you, Dom. My pleasure. everyone. Well, that's gonna, that's gonna wrap it up for us guys. Um, thank you again so much for listening and being a part of our, uh, podcasting journey. Um, again, you can find us on Instagram at the parks Academy, um, online at the parks uh, please feel free to give us a good rating on uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, and um, we will continue on the next couple of weeks with more artists coming um, who are at the Festival of the Arts and some just really amazing people who we're excited to uh, introduce you to and, and highlight. Um, so until then, we will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.